0: Oh, this is a podcast. It doesn't have to be the actual, the official intro, but you know we can we can stop, stop your it accent, whenever. Okay, fine. All right, welcome back to another Ducks on the Podcast. This one is
1: special guest.
0: Yes, we are at Cherry Creek again, and now we have Ben Roush. Ben, what is the meaning of that last name of yours? I don't know. Probably something more than your last name. Well, goddamn it! You are such a great guest so far.
1: Well, before we started this podcast, you talked about your last name and what does it mean? We're talking about my first name. Oh, your first name? Yeah. No, I I, about your last
0: name. I, I just said it meant explorer. You know, I wanted to top you because I'm, you know, Marco Polo. Would you get off your fucking
1: phone, dude? <laughs> I was looking up <laughs> the meaning of my last name. Oh my god! You want to know what it is? What? It's. it's- well, it could be derived from many things, but one of them is intoxication, or a nickname for a noisy person. Roush or Ben. Roush. Hmm. You aren't very noisy. That's a good thing. You know what my first name means? Hmm. Son of the right hand. Son of the right hand. Yeah. Like,
0: like the son of God. Um, like the right hand of the Father, that kind yes, of thing. Old
1: Testament. Yes. Hmm, that's interesting. In Hebrew, it means "son of the right hand." Wow. So I am holy. Yeah. hold your holy y- you coworker. Sh- you should act upon your holiness
0: and st- instead of just shooting down every single talk of Bible.
1: A biblical... I don't do that. I don't do that. Oh, you don't, eh? No, I don't. All right,
0: then how about we talk about the Bible then?
1: No. That's no, for another day. <laughs> another day.
0: You see, you didn't. Why, why don't it we us. talk about what we talked about earlier? Too. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, so, so uh, why don't you bring us up to speed then? Like what we talked about with um, what's the first one we talked about? Things you do in your bed. <laughs> no, I had to take it away. He he just he just put uh, his his
1: notepad of podcast topics in front of me. Well, that's very general, but yes. Well, we're talking about social media. We talked about this last year, remember? And how you're doing your um your cleanse-free, of your phone. Right? Uh, yes, my phone, and electronics. Was, yes, and at the same time, I was pretty much doing the same thing with video games.
0: It's you funny, know? I don't remember
1: you doing that with video games. We talked about it, and then we, we got more on topic with about your phone and how I should do the same thing. How I remember much, that. Yeah.
0: I remember with the phone. I, I mean, I've always known that you guys don't play video games. Like you never play video games.
1: You, Dom, Andrew. I don't know about Michael. I think Michael does. I think Anthony does. Yeah, Andrew Anthony does. does occasionally once in a while, but not as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dom says he's been really cutting down. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting.
0: Um, yes, the blue light at night is not
1: good. Oh, yes. I think there is. I forget what's the time range you should. Not be exposed to that certain amount of blue light Well it depends on when you're going
0: to bed Probably like between like two and
1: three yeah. hours You should not be looking yeah. at blue I know light. it's the same thing with eating and showering I think it's like you shouldn't eat a big meal Two hours before bed Or I think it's just in general You shouldn't eat two hours before You shouldn't bed. shower two hours before bed Or no I think it's an hour before bed for showering And I think it's two for eating Why is it for
0: What does that mean for Why is it showering What's the big deal there um, I don't know That's a really good question Caught me off guard Well I didn't mean to
1: you see that the accent almost came comes up. back dude yeah stop doing that you do one more time when i slap you <laughs> and then we're gonna really hear that over the podcast yeah well we were talking about um like instagram and tiktok attention
0: so was, span for sure that's yes, what we were talking that about. was
1: one of the big ones was mm-hmm. the value of social media that yeah we have. Ben, ben came up to me and
0: he's like he's like marco do you have tiktok and i'm like no to you and, he, and we're asked and i asked him when he deleted it
1: when did you delete it again probably like six months ago and before that I probably only had it for about a month before that, and then I had it, and I didn't have it for four months before that. So, in total, it's been, I'd say, about a year. Mm. But I came back in, like, six months in, and I just got it back for a little bit, and I realized that wasn't, wasn't the smartest idea, so. Yeah. But I'm doing, like, like six months clean right now. I, mean, I was
0: talking to my friends one time, and we are talking about uh, screen time on, on, the, on the iPhone, Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I, was like, I was like, all right, so my, I thought it was high. I was like, my screen time is four hours today. That's good. This was around the time we were talking about that. And it was less than four hours, I think. And then they were like, whoa. Like, TikTok yeah. was eight hours in itself yeah.
1: for the day. Some people spend like eight hours. Think about that. You sleep for, let's just say, eight hours a day. That's a third of your day right there. Mm-hmm. And then you, let's say you go to school for another seven hours a day. That's almost two-thirds of your day. So when you're going home, you're basically spending the other third of your day just on social media. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's uh,
0: It really makes me think how the world is going to turn out when our generation takes over.
1: Um, if we can even take over.
0: Who, who, I mean, we're going to have to, but I mean, yeah. if you think about it, what we do is we waste our time all day on little meaningless things. We prolong. Mm-hmm. We, we, we prolong ourselves in stupid bullshit but you can also consider it art i mean it is art but that's besides the point depends on how you use it and how you view it exactly yeah but you need to moderate it we we're surrounded by all this pleasure and we don't we don't learn how to moderate it and we especially don't learn experience like how we were talking also about how people don't make eye contact anymore that was one of them yeah
1: it's a big one man yeah we're so indulged yes our devices and everything that Mm -hmm. we really don't like uh, talking about TikTok was, the videos are they used to be sixty seconds. Now I think they're about two minutes is like the longest time they can be. But They used to be a lot shorter than that, and people would just look at them for five seconds, just scroll to the next one, next one, next one, and people's attention span would just go down because their interest. You have to be very, very good at like getting their interest before they scroll to the next video.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, well, no matter of I mean, seconds, it's gone. Like you, you have an attention span of a goldfish. And that's like three seconds. It's insane
0: times. because because sometimes I mean I don't really look at it often, but YouTube stories i'll swipe through it sometimes and um and and i'll be like all right three seconds that's not enough i mean i mean, not not enough but like it's
1: not enough to get my attention you know what i mean so i'll just swipe immediately like it can hold you for like a few seconds but just like to stare it long enough and just get like pulled into it it takes usually longer it's not a good idea any any of this the thing that we're recording on um we both
0: we both use um what's that that screensaver where it's kind of like yellow
1: Oh, um, it's the, shoot, what's it called? Nighttime or something? Yeah, it's called, I think it's the nighttime, yeah, it's called the night shift. Night shift, but it's yeah. supposed to make your screen a little more warmer in the sense that there's mm-hmm. less blue light.
0: Yeah, there's so much stuff you can do. Uh, you mentioned earlier that if you put your phone on airplane mode, then, what was it, the ionic
1: frequency um, or it something? was, well, there's magnetic fields that, or what is it, magnetic... Electrical field, something like that, that comes off of it. But there's more scientific term for it. I mean, let me find. It. But let's just continue talking. I'll bring so it.
0: it's it, it was something like radiation.
1: Yeah, it's not harmful radiation in the sense that it's not proven we can have cancer from it in X amount of years or something. It'll just it'll
0: just keep you uh, it'll prevent you from having a good sleep. Yes. Which in what? the long run will yeah. affect you badly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, every morning I wake up. Thinking that I did good not looking at my phone for the last hour of my sleep because I think that's enough time. Yeah. But I wake up still like another hour. I'm, I'm like laying down, for both my alarms on snooze. Yeah. And,
1: uh, it takes, it takes like, it takes me like five alarms to get out of my bed. Take, I mean, it takes me like three, I would say. Yeah, it takes me like three to five, but.
0: sure my brother, dude. Every, every morning I hear that.
1: Like fucking, like. 20 times in the morning. Oh, same with my brother. It takes him, like, 20 minutes to get out of bed. Oh, my God, man. But going back to what we were saying, it's non-ionizing radiation. Non-ionizing? Yes. What is, does it say what
0: ionizing means? I will I will dig into that for you, my friend. All right. Because uh, it's important to get a good enough sleep. Because there was one time when, uh, after talking to some group members, um... Uh, in social psych, they were, they were like, yeah, the best thing you can do is not look at blue light three hours before bed. And I did that for two days straight and it, I felt so
1: great. But then the next day I looked at my phone and I was like back into the loop again. Yeah, it kind of pulls you back in. Well, I have yeah. a question for you. Um, when you went to bed and you woke up the next morning, after being on your phone, this was before you had like the three hours before not using your phone mm-hmm. for that two days. Were your, were your eyes like tired, was like just hard to wake up? My eyes, I could not keep them open.
0: Yes.
1: That's the same thing I have.
0: And that's because that's of the morning. blue light.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I was always questioning. Like, whenever whenever like I get home from work super late or if I'm just staying up, uh, I hear my parents' alarm go off because they get up early and go to, go to work. And immediately, they're out of bed. I hear them walking around. Yeah. First alarm. Mm-hmm. Five seconds, they're up. It's like, Jesus, fuck, man. That, I, I was like, that is so disciplined.
1: But it's, it's mostly like just... They're not addicted to phones. Yeah, they grew up in an era where you know they didn't have phones. Mm-hmm. They eventually had cell phones and everything, but they weren't relying on where they'd go in bed. My the dad had, had a cell phone in the '80s. It was like this giant thing with an antenna on it. Yeah, but you pretty much only called people, and then eventually had flip phones where you can eventually text people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the slide where you had the keyboard. Yeah, that one. Oh my god! <laughs> but they didn't they didn't grow up with that where it was like they were like so indulged with it that they were like kind of addicted in a way that they would have to use it before they went to bed it's kind of like a routine they have mm-hmm. and you know you know another issue is I, I know i know you have
0: that thing pulled up there but but yes. um explaining non-ionizing radiation yeah so another another issue is uh, is the coddling of so many of so many kids of our generation um, where you, you'd like instead of riding your bike yeah to miles away to your friend's house instead your parents are just like all right i'm driving you I'm driving you to your friend's house, to school, um, yeah. you know, all that bullshit. Um, nobody walks anywhere anymore. So we're constantly in a safe spot, or a, a, presumably a safe spot, a comfortable spot mm-hmm. is a better way to say it. So you're in this filter driving through traffic. Yeah. Filter filters the car. And when you're at home not doing anything, because your parents would rather you not go out and go to a party, yeah. you're at this filter, call the fucking computer or a
1: phone. Yeah, that's what you spend all your time doing. Well, what I say, say what you did for, you mentioned comfort. What I always say to Andrew is that we are comfort creatures. Yeah. We always see comfort. We always take usually the shortest path possible. We become very lazy. We become very comfortable. We don't like to go outside of our like our bubble is what we call it. You know, Our always, circle of grace. Yeah, our circle of grace. Yes. Better way to put it. But to go back into, we were talking about phones and the supposedly non-harmful radiation that it emits. Non-ionizing radiation is defined as a type of electromagnetic radiation that does not carry enough energy for quantum to ionize atoms or molecules.
0: We have a guest. We have another guest on the podcast. Come, come introduce yourself, man. Another U-Crew member collecting all of them. a fellow duck what's your name dominic this is dom he's on the podcast
1: for about a minute because that's all i got
0: okay all right it's
1: fine let's make this let's make it worth it well what were we talking about we were just talking about um ionizing yes radiation yes, but yes radiation. we can go back to comfort and yes
0: yes we were talking about how how comfort how comfortable how comfortable it is to be looking at your phone all day instead of Expanding your horizons Oh yeah it is it Yeah, is for
1: sure mm-hmm. I, I've done that multiple times Where I just like Sit in my room And
0: I'm just on my I'm, I'm on my phone Just in my bed mm-hmm. And then I completely Lose track of time and that's what I do With vaping dude I would just look at my phone Or I'd, I'd read And then just vape Nicotine Time is relevant Yeah In that moment mm-hmm. Yeah and, and then I'm just like I'm just like You know You gotta give your bed a break You know what I mean Yeah It's like
1: And I always tell myself I wanna do something More productive But it never ends up happening Cause I just like Zone out
0: and then I forget about you're it. You're just like looking at
1: TikTok and like swiping. And then you say that the next day, you're like, I'm okay, I'm going to do it. Either you say it's today, I'm like, okay, in an hour, yeah, Exactly. Like, ben, remember when you and me were talking about doing the Amazon? Yeah. When, when was that? That was, like, that, was an hour. that was like a month ago. I thought about month, that two yeah. days ago. Yeah. Yeah. We We, gotta, we still got to do that. Or no, like, it's either like days or hours. You'd be like, oh, in an hour, I'll do this. In like an hour, and 10 minutes pass by. I'd be like, oh, I'll just round up to the next hour. Yeah, that, that's homework. homework. Yeah, that's all I do. Procrastinate. But, you
0: know. Watch Jordan Peterson he'll teach you how to not procrastinate okay all right It's a hard habit to break yeah it is like yesterday when i was talking to the temps they were like they were like you don't believe in god what do you believe in and i was like i believe in myself i believe in myself i believe in a lot of things but i guess the fundamental thing i believe in is responsibility overcoming fear you know um i realized you said we're comfort animals yeah, comfort creatures mm-hmm. And we're also prey animals We're afraid of everything Yes Because we were that's co-evolved like our, with snakes yeah, you know, That's our natural instinct you know, Yes, to run away behaviors. We co-evolved with snakes So we um, Just snakes, that's it Well, I, I mean, snakes were our, our biggest enemy Yeah I, I have a, I mean, there's many theories out there That that's why the dragon exists in, in fiction Is because it's a giant flying lizard That breathes fire And so many of our ancestors were were taken under the water by crocodiles, too. So So what's tied
1: into psychology is that I think there's, like, six different um, behaviors that can tie into, like, how we act or behavior, how we have, like, certain mental states or physical states. One of them is evolutionary behavior, which ties into why we run in fear of things, like, from dinosaur people, say, or from snakes. It's, like, one of our biggest predators. if if, If you show, like, an ape or a primate a snake
0: it's never seen one before Mm -hmm. it'll fucking jump in fear like even in the cage
1: yeah
0: it's never seen one before i don't know that it's just like it's it's rooted in genes man just like it's like oh what's the word it's like a response yeah it's like a a, a defense mechanism right yes that was the word yeah yes it's like something that you can't just can't help it's like a uh, reflex. Mm-hmm. It's like something that just happens. And the yeah, reason why I say of reflex natural. of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. The reason the reason why I say Attack on Titan is so good is because the people in it are surrounded by walls. And you can you can consider that wall civilization or your phone or, or whatever. Something that's that's stopping you from facing your fears. The walls are stopping them from facing their fears. Just fucking listen. <laughs> I am listening. But right now they're squinting at each other like Jesus fuck. Like I just I know, like I'm just going to back a like, Jesus' right like,
1: Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go because i right. probably going to get Okay. Well, My that best. was temporary. Yes. Right. Good, Dom. Temporary. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. That was our temp, Dom. <laughs> temp, Dom. Yes. Domingo. Domingo. Yeah, yes. Domingo. Domingo. But but anyway. Get back to so, what we were talking about. So they're surrounded by the wall, and they're, and they're told that, there's, that it's all dangerous out there. Yeah. Who's to say that it's all dangerous out there? Your government? Your, or... The government is a good archetype or metaphor for your conscience. Yeah, you see, mm-hmm. and, and and so is
1: so is God in the Bible. God is your conscience. Yes, I am from the Old Testament. My name comes from Son of the Right Hand, so I can very much relate to this. <laughs> see, it all ties in, man. Yeah, all it's one big circle, my mm-hmm. friend. Well, I mean, you
0: know when you know when uh, you know when God would tell someone to do something, yeah, like specifically, um, that's your conscious your conscience telling you what's right and wrong like i should do this it's like that's one way to interpret
1: it you know what i mean yeah it's just it's just interesting yeah but comfort is, is very i guess it's like not very a thought of subject you know people just it's just something we just naturally do at a certain time you know mm-hmm. we we become very so much comfort creatures that we always do things out of habit or find the shortest way possible to tie back to what i was saying but it's just we don't we don't go outside of our comfort zone we don't try to experience new things That's why I think it's also because you know mental health that's that's what's tied into I think a little bit is we seek way too much comfort and when we get too comfortable, we often get too bored of our situation, but we mm-hmm. don't often you know break that habit. It's hard to break a habit it takes about two months to break a habit, or I think it's a lot like, lo- it depend, i mean if you're it depends on the habit but yes. I think it's to create a brand new habit, I think it's like thirty three days to break an old habit it's like sixty six days like I, I feel statistic. like I feel like it, I, it I fall out of that. It depends, though. I feel like it's way longer for me.
0: It really depends, but I also feel like that that uh, the fact that they put numbers on it is stupid because, like, like it, it could be like it's a statistical number that it's like it doesn't apply for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's very. I mean, everyone, it, could, it could be years. Yeah. It, just, it just depends on who you surround yourself with. Like, like an ex-smoker could could be off it for sixty-six days, and then three years later have friends who, who smoke and then there he goes again
1: yeah smoking. breaks right there yeah I mean it's different for everything it's like it's, it's one thing to say from like procrastination all the way from quitting smoking like you could procrastinate for five years or you could smoke for five years that's totally two different alternatives mm-hmm. two different totally extremes right there the, so. and there's no
0: difference in smoking and procrastinating because they're both habits yeah and they and they both
1: operate the same way in your brain yeah they are I was about to say that, Is that pretty, exactly it's both like a shortcut I guess you know it's like oh I need to take a break Yeah, have a cigarette or oh do i need to take a break and then you extend that break and it's procrastination so both not very good for i would say your mental and physical health yeah i know some people like that here yeah only a few yeah don't mention any names yes of course but uh but yes but that's tie into what we were saying earlier we touched on this in like the first five minutes was like social media tiktok and instagram about attention span how that's Depleting, very, very, very fast. Yes, it is.
0: And and you know what? You know what's interesting? I just I just thought of, so so forms of media you had before TV and movies, like Chaplin movies, was like books, right? Yeah. So that's a whole fucking book. That's a bunch of pages that you got to spend time reading. So then you have Chaplin come out with his short films. Mm -hmm. That's like thirty minutes of film. Yeah. Buster Keaton, what you know, all the greats. So then that's. I mean that that's a good spot to, to mark the 21st 20th century and be like yeah this is where it really our attention span really started going in decline you know what I mean mm-hmm. because then you had TV shows and, and 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 like before that you had like classical music that, that was like really long songs right yeah it wasn't
1: like 2 3 minutes
0: exactly yeah so so when when I'm on Discover Weekly I, I'm i like like I give each song like 20 seconds sometimes it's not even mm-hmm. and then eventually I'll just start skipping through it and be like alright was there a good I spot do. yeah it, uh, it manifests into reality that's why history is important because it's philosophy and uh... oh okay alright so it, it's it's <laughs> oh my god so it's you can you can find you can find psychology in in history like, like with the the comfortable thing in the attention span
1: i mean there's a lot of behaviors that tie into how people act at like there are very many different points in history there's so many behaviors like i just started taking my psych class back in september so it's been about two months going on three months in high school they have a psych class yeah ap psych i didn't know that at all yeah well we have that and it's very interesting because if you if you look at it in depth, you know, and you look at these behaviors and these very like surface, things, not don't go into depth, but you can tie it into like if you read a book, you can tie like certain behaviors like, oh, I know why that person is doing that. I know why this situation happened because someone acted on this way or someone believes in this way. Very general, but you know mm-hmm. you can go into depth when you learn something. Well, yeah, apply. yeah, it, it, it's that it's that surface idea that that
0: is uh, that somebody thought of so long ago. And just dove Mexican right into it. it. Yes. Um,
1: I mean, you say Freud, but Carl Jung is far more sophisticated. People say that the original psychology like person who started was, I think his name was some German guys, Wilhelm Wundt or something like that. William Wundt. Was he the guy that did the first psychology class? I think it was the first guy who did, yes. Because I remember learning. Wilhelm Wundt.
0: You know, if you think about German psychology. Psychology started in, in in just human behavior in general. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, I was going to say religion, but but uh, the study of psych the study of the, of the mind started in religion. But uh, psychology, in general, is in all things. So I mean, you have like like when the first uh, life forms on the planet were what like bacteria. Yeah. So, so they they have behavior patterns, I'd imagine, right? Mm-hmm. They stick together, I don't know, stuff like that. So then you have other microorganisms, and then you have lobsters, yeah. and they developed um, what are they called? Dominance hierarchies, and then and then apes obviously had dominance hierarchies. Yeah. And it's like they couldn't talk; they had no concepts, but they still acted out the things. So, thus meaning that psychology
1: is literally everywhere if you just you just realize that. I mean, it's, it's been developed since the beginning of time. Yes. You know, it's in animals, it's in humans. I mean, if you look at the brain part of psychology, different parts of certain animals, their brains are developed differently because they can only do certain tasks or they can only do certain amount of actions. Because certain different parts of the brain, like, do movement, um, sensories, motors, motor complexes, you know, just involves a lot of things. Like, rats have, I believe, a smaller frontal lobe than humans. Um, I think apes have... forget what it is but everything every single animal human has different sizes and different parts of the brain that work differently yeah it's all tied into psychology which is really interesting Mm -hmm.
0: and if you think about it since um since it's always there the example of psychology that means that there are millions of things that are undiscovered that are happening around us that human beings have yet to discover because um i know joe rogan has talked about where like the things are already there. We just haven't realized that they're there yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, just, I think that idea is fascinating. It's uh, something to be said there.
1: I want to talk about communication and comprehension skills. Communication and comprehension. Are we tied into... Keep going back to this. I don't know why we don't finish this topic, but we was talking about attention span and how, like, eye-to-eye contact when you talk and how that people spend so much time on social media that their attention span is so low that they don't, they don't pay attention to people as much, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, comprehension or like their communication skills are pretty bad. They don't read books anymore. They can't comprehend certain subjects. Oh, dude, that's
0: interesting. In, In Oakland, I, I did not expect this. I see people reading not as much as, as, you know, it should, but like there's, there's, there's enough people reading around that it's like,
1: I, Wow. It's unusual like, yeah it's unusual to go from like one environment to the other mm-hmm. it's like you go from high school people in english class think of reading as like some shunned down like subject it's like no we don't do that it's like it's boring you just give us books we don't want to read them but then you go to college and you can see people reading books all the time there's obviously you have a library at oakland you know it's it's one environment to the other so people like
0: it man and there's some good shit. I say this like all the time. I probably said this many, many, times in the podcast, Thomas Jefferson said that there's something to be said about philosophy books, but it's important to have novels because when you read a novel that you like, like right now you're reading into the wild yeah, and you say you're flying through it. Yeah. So it'll put you in the story, you know, and, and, but you're going to be learning things about human behavior in the story. Yeah. and it was Carl Jung who said it that human beings learn best from narratives that's why the bible is so important
1: yeah we learn from others
0: yes we learn we learn when people because stories have been being told since human beings could speak you know and that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the original way to learn things by through story that's why you tell your kid stories that, and I don't know if people still do it but tell your kids why stories why teachers because we can't learn everything on our own you know yeah teachers should be telling more stories when they teach Not just, Mm -hmm. this term means this. So we're going to teach you things definitively. Yes. And it's like, I don't, I'm not really interested in that. If I, if I had the, the, the balls, the guts to stand up and articulate to my teachers and be like, this is
1: wrong. This is not, nobody's going to remember this shit. Even though, you know, they've been teaching for 10, 20 years, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, they don't know if people can, you know, comprehend that information or if they're going like, to retain it, retain it, you know, even if there's, I'm studying it and,
0: and there was a big term called co- co- cognitive miser. And I, I think it means to, um, you're looking it up. Yeah, I got you. Oh, I, but let me just say what I think okay. it means. Okay, okay. I think I'll it means to, um, when it's there, I'll know what it is. But I, I, it was a big t- term in, in, our, in our curriculum, and I already forgot
1: okay. it. Cognitive mean? miser. Anyone who seeks out quick, adequate solutions to problems rather than slow and careful ones. That's, that's like the, the Sonic meme I was
0: telling you about. Where, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, his shadow is like, like left, leftist radicals are speed running because they're beta males, and they don't want to take the time to do things
1: right. Like, like it's it's brilliant, man. It's uh it's brilliant. I've never heard of that word before. Or that that phrase. Cognitive but, miser. But if if my
0: teacher if she was if she was teaching this that that kind of stuff in in narratives, like like Jordan Peterson when when he would teach Carl Jung or his Maps and Meaning course, he would use he would he would use Pinocchio or the Lion King as a basis for his for his curriculum. The, and the, the lectures are on YouTube, and they're great lectures. Like, like he'll talk about how how Scar is, represents the tyranny of the state, and Mufasa mm-hmm. represents the um, the king, the wise king who has forgotten about the potential of the tyranny of the
1: state. Yeah, I mean, every single movie, even, like, children movies, they all tie into a bigger picture, if you think about it. You know, usually their narratives are much wider than people's perspectives. Right? Yes. And they're usually a bigger backstory. It's not They're not just blatantly making a movie... Or a film or a book. Whether or not they realize that. Yeah. Whether or not it's conscious. can be translated in so many different ways. So many different perspectives, you know. Yes. There's not one perspective that fits it. There's exactly. Like millions of perspectives. That's so great about human psychology is exactly. that. Conversations too. Yeah. So because many people can. That's what I'm saying. Like face-to-face conversations, you can read someone's expressions. And you can usually typically understand what they're saying. Over the internet, you, say, you can say like an insult but jokingly, but someone can take it to heart. You know? mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like comprehension communication skills. A lot of people communication do that. Skills, like so vital to understand someone and be able to form your own perspective is so vital but yeah we're losing that
0: skill like when you say something like like a a big topic that we have about about films is is whether darth vader was a good father and me and and steve and andrew think he's a good father and 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 and, uh and garrett was standing there and and garrett turned to me hit a pause and he's like he cut off his son's arm and it's like, it's like without that pause, nobody would type the, the ellipsis in a Reddit thread yeah. and be like, you know, and, and say that. They would, just, they would just say that. And it's like all it is, it's, it's like rationality and no emotion. Yeah. You know, it, that, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's not good for people.
1: I was looking deeper into tying back like 10 minutes ago, 5 minutes ago, about into cognitive minor, miser. Is that in psychology, human mind is considered to be a cognitive miser, due to the tendency of people to think and solve problems in simpler and less effortless ways, than more in a sophisticated and more effortless way, or effortful way, which is which ties into what we were talking about in the beginning—that we're comfort creatures. You know, we we try to take the shortest path possible. You know, and it's it's crazy to think about that in in our heads, in our minds, we have this cognitive miser. You know, it's kind of like a roadblock. We just we just kind of take the shorter way. We don't we don't we all do their, that yeah I know it's like natural tendency but I feel like we should always like pay their own pay their own way. you know mm-hmm. just seek out like a new way to find something or, I
0: just realized something so I, I mean I, I know I do that when I, when I have these stupid homework assignments so I don't want to do oh my gosh yes but, but yeah everyone does that but, but when I play when I play Battlefront I mean it's dead now but when I used to play it um, the way the game ends is you know you complete the objective and what I always want to do is drag it out as best as possible, you know, as long as possible, yeah. to have fun with it and, and to, like, do it right, to have people, you know, being strategic, going around the back or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, it's more fun that way anyway. And it's 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 more fun to do things you like and
1: drag it out. You know what I mean? But not drag it out in a bad way. Like Yeah, the, that, that's a
0: negative connotation.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you can kind of think of, like, milking the switch situation or, like, dragging it out making it very bland in the end, you know. But mm-hmm. in a sense that you're kind of getting, um, I'm trying to think of a word it doesn't have a bad connotation with it well everyone will know what you mean yeah yeah but you know try to find something that you enjoy like maybe a video game like what you're talking about and you know kind of it's a good word to put with that it's a really good question to extend the lifetime to prolong
0: yes to prolong eat It's important cognitive to do to that. It's, yeah, it's very talk. important to You're do talking. that. <laughs> I hear you, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's there's something to be said about that um that we are cognitive misers It's um, a very
1: interesting term. I've never heard that.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Yes. I studied
0: I studied today um some of my psychology stuff and yeah. my social psychology stuff and I don't remember anything oh I mean just we talked about empathy we talked about um like hypotheses of empathy mm-hmm. yeah. and things like that Pe- okay so here, here's one of them people will do things um that are seen as good because they're afraid of shame and guilt to be shamed and to be guilted if they yeah. don't do it it also ties in with reciprocity yeah mm-hmm why are you laughing <laughs> I'm not laughing at you <laughs> can never read you that's what i'm saying i'm an impossible book i never heard you say that you're an impossible book
1: <sighs> came off the top of my head yes well we're at 33 minutes here i feel like psychology could be like a part two to this podcast or it could be if I did a little more research, in we just talked stuff. about psychology for yeah, thirty I minutes. I know, I know, But I'm just saying, like, if we, if I dove into some of the topics we talked about a little more, and I, you know, brought a little more backing evidence to them, you should read the Coddling of the American Mind. I'd lend it to you, but I lent
0: it to my brother. It's about, it's about uh, Jonathan Haidt, he's a social psychologist. He went and studied why the universities are having safe spaces and all this shit, like, like people wanting to be comfortable all the time, and yeah. and. One of the big reasons is because um, their parents have are afraid that their children are going to be, you know, like kidnapped. Yeah. And and one of the things he argues in the book, I don't know if it's true, but um, crime has never been lower since the '80s. That that's what he says in the book, but I, I'm not I'm not sure if that's yeah, true. Yeah, I've not.
1: Yeah, done a lot of research. Into that. But, but. but
0: that's what he says. But but like, um, and what he'll do is he'll he'll tell of accounts. Even with his own kids, where he'll just be like, he'll be like, "All right, take the subway, alone. Go yeah. go to the store, buy some groceries, take the subway, and then come back and ask some people for directions."
1: So many people get anxiety just walking out of their house, getting in their car, and going somewhere alone. Especially, oh my I would God. I would say yes, I would say females, but it's also because growing up, it depends on how their parents, you know, let them perceive them. the outside world, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, saying like oh my gosh everyone's bad you know always, yeah
0: when you always, have a father who is
1: say say your uh, daughter to a father who is like is like you're not going anywhere dressed like that
0: you know yeah, things or, like that or it's say
1: like, always be cautious you never know if someone's bad or always mm-hmm. active as if someone is going to hurt you because you're always always gonna be cautious and you put that you put that mentality in someone's head They're going to be afraid yeah they're gonna be afraid they're gonna go outside they're gonna have anxiety they can't go to the grocery store go to the gas station it's and like so yeah many people good high fucking school, job in high school yeah. dude and in a matter of years they're gonna be out in college and are gonna be out in the real world yet they have anxiety and it's like crippling almost I, i'm
0: ready to go day. on a rant dude like like i'll just say this one thing so many people i mean you know they say it jov- jovially but um so many people are like i would make such a good parent and it's like first of all you need to make a good person out of yourself yeah that's and i i am on the path to doing that, but I'm nowhere near it yet, yeah you know like like i've I've quit nicotine, doing all this I'm jogging now, which is fucking amazing, especially when you get the posture down mm-hmm. it's just like learning how
1: to do things right you know properly, um, not this short and quick way mm-hmm. very yeah. very more effortful way you know it's what the cognitive miser is, yes,
0: and that's what parents need to do you you don't you don't tell your daughter. You're not going anywhere dressed like that. Because, first of all, you, you, that, that's, you're putting resistance on that idea. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's obviously going to hate you for that. Yeah. Because, you, because the father or the mother is not taking the time to uh, understand the situation at all, which is fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, you, the, you need to find a middle way, a compromise. Not very
1: very strictful way, but also not very loose way where they feel like they can't go anywhere, they can't do anything, but at the same time where they... They feel like they can do anything they want and just, you know, be ruthless, you know. But at the same time, it's like, I see this in so many people is that I realize is that parents, they try to bottle up their kids. They try to, like, nurture them. They try to, you know, they don't want to let them out of the nest. They want to protect them as much as they can. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, a uh, term is helicopter parent. It's where they always hover oh, yes. over them. And I read this in the Spartan book. I'll talk about it more than that. But it's the it's fact that they always hover over their kid. They don't, they're afraid of, you know, fear. They don't want them to experience anything. But 10 meters experience. from me at all times yeah, like no. that. Yeah. But they don't want them to experience all this suffering that they did when they're growing up. But at yeah, same because time, it's, it's just, not like that's going to help It's just them. prolonging them to experiencing it. It's going to do time, worse. Just, they're going to bottle up, and then they're eventually they're going to explode. Like usually in high school, those like really innocent kids and their parents are really strict. They'll bottle up. They'll explode. They'll do drugs. Even high school, even college. And I've I've seen kids. I've heard stories of kids dying, drinking, doing drugs, driving really fast. Because their parents were so strict, and once they got in college, they just exploded. They went off the rails. You know? Yeah, and that's uh, like one extreme of just being too strict. We pay know?
0: attention to the dumbest thing. Do you remember in Shrek, the first one? Yeah, when uh, yeah mm-hmm. Fiona, 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 yeah Fiona, Fiona is is coddled in the, in that tower. Yeah, and she's an ogre. An ogre. Yes. So so she she's waiting for her parents want a beautiful prince to come. And, cha- and yes and change her into kiss her and say change her into a beautiful woman yeah see what they're doing is they're stunting her growth um and hoping that keeping her trapped in a tower is going to make that happen mm-hmm. but it's not so she meets shrek right yeah. she disobeys her parents which is what everyone should do
1: i mean i feel like it's a it's a good learning situation. You need was,
0: to disobey your yeah, parents, dude. At
1: least once in a while. Not, no. not saying, like, go out and, you know, rob a bank, but... Of course. You know, be able to experience that, be able to...
0: Authority is a lie. Yeah.
1: And an abomination,
0: in, in most cases. Who the yeah, fuck... Goes, form your own government, you know. No, I'm talking... Hey, your government. About, I'm talking about your parents, dude, because... Oh, okay, that, I mean, sorry, I was going a little too extreme there. To, to re- I mean, the government, too, but... but <laughs> to, to rebel against your parents is a very good jumping-off point, you know, because they they don't know what they're fucking talking about. Especially nowadays, dude, where, where people. All right. So where people are, (laughs) um, they, we have so much, we have things like Jordan Peterson, all these lectures on YouTube, all these, um, uh, opportunities to learn from. Another guest has arrived.
1: We have Anthony. How
0: is your 40 minute break?
1: Uh, it's, it's going pretty good. We're going to end it soon, I guess. Yeah. Probably like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, what are you talking about So we can finish off Yes, our yes last so,
0: so it's uh, We have all these ideas That are out in the open Because of the internet And, and yeah. also because more, more, more young people Are interested in books now So it's like when, when your parents Tell you some stupid shit That they thought of themselves You know it, it, it's, it's not like it's, It has any merit You know because, because Me and Dom Have talked about this Where you could be saying Something Well thought out For years and 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 Dom Dom was like, you know how you know how you know when you're right when they fucking scream at you.
1: Yeah, when people will fume <laughs> up and they argue yeah. with you. you because know? because it's not that they can't
0: stand to be wrong. It's because they just want you to shut up and leave them alone.
1: You know? I can relate to that sometimes. Well, yeah,
0: anybody can. Yeah. But 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 just to not prepare for that, I think is the dumbest fucking thing ever. And if you're a parent and you're listening to this, you know, just think about that, you know. Dom has arrived with a pita. And some fries. And some fries. fries.
1: Alright, so Oops. what do you say we end it? I say we end it for now. Maybe we make a part two to this. Perhaps. Going into some depth, maybe. Yes.
0: Alright. Doug's so,
1: on the podcast is out. Yes. This is
0: episode 11. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Everyone say goodbye. Dude. Bye, podcast. Right. Bye, Bye. Your tens of viewers. Fuck you.